Time now for sports on 104.7 The Cave. Here's Ned Reynolds. Mike, the intern Ned Reynolds, halfway point of the week. We finally gotten a good look at Team USA when it comes to the Basketball World Cup. And man, pretty strong team we got here, don't we? It would appear that way. I don't think the Puerto Rican team who they played in the exhibition game the other night was at its best. They had three NBA players. They expected a whole lot more on there. But for some reason, those kids didn't play. But the USA did. And the USA officials are very pleased with the unity of this team. They're all young. They are all NBA players, yes. But they are, and it's unfair to call them second-tier players, but they aren't the big names with whom you might be familiar. LeBron and Stephon Curry and people like that. No, they're they're not on there. But it's still a young team that's probably going to play very well. 117 to 74. They beat Puerto Rico pulling away in the second half and that was that was late two nights ago. Now, the USA team has already left the United States. They are in Spain and they have two games coming up this weekend. One on Saturday against Slovenia and Sunday against Spain. And that's the host team. And these these are exhibitions. This is not the World Cup. These are preliminary games. So Slovenia, oh, beat them. <laughs> Hold on. Their star players, Luka Doncic from the Dallas Mavericks, who's one of the leading scorers in the NBA. He'll be tough to handle. But that's what you want. You want tough competition. You want to get better from that. And I think the USA team will. I do too. And uh, go Team USA. Some of the Washington Commander players are upset for a coach. Kind of a crazy story in here, right? I think this has probably happened, I'm, I'm guessing, before, but by the same token, it's not been publicized, not necessarily with this individual, but, you know, there are coaches who have different philosophies, and Eric B. Enemy is certainly one of them. As most of you know, he left the Chiefs at the end of last season and joined the Washington Commanders as their offensive coordinator. Well, some of the Commanders' players have gone to coach Ron Rivera and said, hey, the enemy's too intense. In other words, a.k.a. too tough on these players. Well, come on, you're pro athletes. He's getting them ready. Look what he's done with the Kansas City Chiefs. Yes, different perhaps talent level, but by the same token, it's the same philosophical approach. Anyway, they complained about him. Rivera says, why don't you go talk to him? Figure out what the things are. So I think that some of the disgruntled players and Coach B. Enemy will probably sit down and have some level of conversation here. But yeah, their complaints about too tough on the coaching. <laughs> I think that's the way of the world right now, my guy. All right, on to uh, golf. Got a new tournament, and what's the purse on this one? This is the uh, this is one of the qualifying tournaments for the. PGA Championship, which is coming up later on in August in Atlanta. This is the FedEx St. Jude's Classic in Memphis, and it is a $20 million purse for which they are playing. That means the winner will get around $4 million. Players are looking to qualify, of course, for Atlanta later on this month. All the big names will more than likely be playing in Memphis uh, starting tomorrow, and it's, it's a big deal. The FedEx St. Jude Classic is always one of the big ones. Of course, the proceeds help uh, St. Jude's Children's uh, Hospital in Memphis, and it, it's a big deal and one of the very big charitable events on the PGA Tour, but it's also a big money producer. Let's see what happens. Obviously, I'm here today, so I didn't win Mega Millions last night. The, one uh, person in Florida. That's what I was going to say. The uh, winning ticket sold in Florida. I I don't have any words. <laughs> When the only thing happening in Florida, Cardinals were down there as well yesterday, weren't they? They were, but they weren't. Cardinals let one get away in Tampa. 
Uh, honestly, this this is kind of a microcosm of the season. Cardinals had a one to nothing lead right up until the seventh inning, and finally Tampa Bay tied it at one one. And then Miles Michaelis, who was pitching well, kind of ran out of gas, or at least that's what the Cardinals perceived. Brought in the relief core, and Tampa Bay scores three more runs in the eighth inning and wins the game four to two. Well, you knew Tampa Bay would get well. They're one of the top teams in Major League Baseball. As a matter of fact, they're number four in the power rankings, and they are a very good team. But Michaelis pitched well enough to have won the game. The Cardinals' offense didn't produce a thing. Of course, they're facing Zach Eflin, and he's a very good pitcher. But you have to wonder a little bit about the Cardinals' offense as well. Here they have these. They have guns in there. They only got five hits, and two of them were solo home runs. Four to two is the final score, and the Cardinals' two runs are both solo home runs. Arnado and Contreras, and Contreras' home run came in the ninth inning. It, it makes you wonder a little bit what we've talked about all along. What are they being taught in the Cardinals system? To hit the home runs or to get on base? And it looks like it is the former. Hit the home runs. And that's going to lose for you, in my opinion, every time. There's a lot of things going on on the coaching side of the ball on that team that aren't probably the best right now. And uh, we're seeing it on the field last night again. Another great microcosm of what that season has been like for the St. Louis Cardinals. The Royals, obviously, not that much better. Uh, how'd they do? Lasted the Boston Red Sox. Let's go, <laughs> Royals. Red Sox are kind of in shambles at the moment. Royals won at 9-3 to at Fenway Park in Boston. They themselves, Kansas City, hit a couple of two-run home runs to make it a big win. Of course, that's going to happen at Fenway Park with the Green Monster. You're going to blast some shots. But uh, it still, it's a win for the Kansas City Royals, who play the Cardinals this weekend, Friday and Saturday, with Sunday and off day. But... Over and above all that, uh, Kansas City wins, and the Springfield Cardinals won. Beat the San Antonio Missions 5-4. Another real tight game, but the Springbirds won it. They're a game over 500 now, and in a pitch battle for a wild card berth or maybe the championship of the Northern Division of the Texas League in this second half. They're right in there fighting and playing well. That series continues tonight. Um, how how are the Car- Springfield Cardinals doing as far as the rankings go? They they are uh, tied for the lead in the second half. Now, the way it works is in, in minor league baseball, your first half winner plays your second half winner, and if it's the same team in both halves, then it's the second place team overall. Whoever had the overall second best record is the playoff opponent. But the Cardinals stand a pretty good chance of getting in that playoff. I think they do, and uh, definitely been a bright spot for Missouri baseball this summer. Speaking of bright spots, uh, definitely uh, St. Louis and Kansas City not going to be in the postseason, but we're getting close to that uh, starting off, aren't we? Major League Baseball announced the schedule and the playoffs. Now keep in mind, it's a little bit different from what it has been. This will be the second year for it. Two wild card teams play each other. Best of three series, that's going to begin on October October 3rd, both in the American and National League. Both wild card games will be played third, fourth, and if necessary, on the fifth. Then it's on to the best of five, and then it's the best of seven. And if the World Series goes the full distance, it will end on November 4th. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. A little too close to uh, Christmas for some of you (laughs) that like the warm weather. Ned, you have a wonderful Wednesday, and I'll see you on Thursday.